Hey Game Club. Now, I know I don't normally intrude on the podcast, but, well, this is going to be a weird episode. We tried to record this episode twice. The first time we had technical issues, we got cut off and had to stop early, and then we tried to get back a couple weeks later, and we had more technical issues, and... The end result is this episode is going to be the raw recording of both of those previous recordings. So you'll get to hear exactly what it sounds like when we record the episode and nothing's cleaned up and we make mistakes and we start over and all that kind of fun stuff. This is still our topic. Still come in having listened to some of this so you can have a conversation on Tuesday. But do not necessarily feel like you have to listen to all 20-something minutes of it. Okay? Well, enjoy. See you in Game Club. Bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to... Oh, God. Uh, blank. What? God, it's been a while. What's the name of our podcast again? Coral Academy Game Club. This is Ian and Austin and our newest member Lydia for for the Coral Academy today for the uh, for season two episode. <laughs> I thought you were holding up a different number. I thought you were correcting me. All right, let's try that again. Counting's hard. <laughs> Like, you held it up like this, so I thought, wait, is it four? And then I peeked around and stopped. All right, let's try that again. Hello, Coral Academy Game Club. This is Ian Austin and our newest member for the podcast, Lydia, for season two, episode three. And this time, we're going to be tackling the topic of sensitive games and whether or not some games are too sensitive, or should they be made at all. And a recent example, one being, for example, Call of Duty World War II, dealing with the Holocaust. I know nothing about that game. Could you describe it for me, please? Yeah, what? Try that a little louder. So repeat what you said, but louder definitely. Oh, I didn't, I didn't mean it for the podcast, but It could be in the podcast, yeah. Could you describe what that game is? what it's about and its general characteristics. Now, obviously, people have heard of Call of Duty. If you haven't, you're sleeping under a rock. Um, But it's possibly one of the biggest, if not the biggest, first-person shooter franchise of video games. And this one in specific is talking about... But this one in specific... Obviously, from the title of the game, Call of Duty World War II, its setting is that of World War II and all of the battles fought in Europe. And obviously, this is going to have the same sort of Call of Duty style in which it's first person, you have a campaign, but then you also have the multiplayer aspect, different unlocking of weapons and all sorts of stuff. But... But the the core concept of why we're talking about this game is the fact that it is centered on 
the it is centered on the Holocaust. The Holocaust is such a controversial event that there are some people nowadays who legitimately believe that it doesn't exist because something so horrible can't possibly have happened in our world. And that brings up the idea, should we be able to, or should video games be able to talk about such sensitive topics uh, because there's the chance that it might offend somebody or it might harm somebody whose family had experienced it. And that's, that's an important issue. We should, we should take into account the people who did experience it. However, if we don't think about having a discussion at all, if we try and take our memories and put them away in a chest, there's the likelihood it'll happen again. When it comes to controversial subjects like the world wars, the Holocaust, that general stuff, we have to be able to talk about them seriously and as scholars, because if we're not able to, we're just going to rep repress those memories and they're bound to happen again. And then we wonder, can a first-person per shooter respect the Holocaust? First-person shooters are all about run and gun. It doesn't really respect all of the thinking and the great minds that went into the Holocaust. If you run around a map shooting all the enemies you see, and, and ducking and bobbing and weaving and quickscoping, that isn't exactly a, an accurate representation of what actually happens on a battlefield. And if people are bound to do this, uh, an example would be Battlefield 2, the most recent Battlefield, or was it 3? Um, this was, uh, the, the most recent Battlefield was Battlefield 1, supposed to be World War 1. Uh -huh. It's kind of following the GTA standard of counting, which it can't count, because we had 4, then we had 1. Battlefield 1 tried very hard to make the game more strategic. It tried really hard to make people work more as teams. But in the end, it's really hard to get players to work in that manner. When it's more efficient and you have a higher chance of winning if you run around quickly and dazingly with a gun. And so if you think about that, that's not really respecting the, what happened during the wars. It's not respecting the, the generals who had to maneuver their troops and the bravery that soldiers had. So we wonder, can a video game really respect what went on in the war, or is it bound to just make a mockery of it? It's probably bound to make a mockery, mockery, because the games are supposed to, you're supposed to be having fun, and that's what they want in games, but if you're trying to learn more about it, it's not going to work as well when you're running around shooting other things. It's, it's bound not to be as much respect. As respectful so now obviously there are sensitive topics or things can be controversial however there are games that are wildly successful because of the controversy they have well, uh, so we're still we're supposed responding to to Austin Oh. Right, so he says his thing, and then you guys talk about his perspective, and then that he introduced the topic, right? Oh, I thought like... So, oh, I totally. Just go from here. Talk about off the thing. Oh. Um. Well, I mean, obviously, an event such as this should be respected, and if I remember correctly, the developers of this game did state that they wanted to be as accurate as possible in the campaign, which would have been the main story of a soldier through World War II. And, um, 
But um, previous Call of Duties, they haven't exactly had the best of reputation in terms of both gameplay and really just how people feel about them in general. Call of Duty is a bad franchise. In call in the latest Call of Duty, you have the option in the in multiplayer of playing as an African American soldier or a female soldier, which is perfectly understandable. It's it's a multiplayer, you know. There there isn't really much anything wrong with that. In the campaign, however, you cannot play as women. And can you play as African Americans? No. You, you can can't not. play as either of them because they're trying to keep hold of that idea of realism. Uh, in that time and age, we didn't enlist women, and we didn't really enlist black people either, unfortunately. Maybe I should rephrase that to African Americans. Does it matter? You're fine. I, I'm not really, uh, I don't think much of that sort of stuff, so it's always bad if it's offensive. So it's good that they're trying to be realistic. The, in the campaign, of course, there is Nazi symbolism. You're fighting the Nazis, after all. It's kind of necessary. But in the multiplayer, there is no Nazi symbolism. They've completely removed it. And so I can't help but wonder if they're, they're trying to be as realistic as possible in the, with the game, but only with the campaign. Of course, in the, in the multiplayer, there's battles. I, do you know what sort of battles they... they uh, From what I've uh, seen, the most common one is a team deathmatch where say, anywhere from four to eight people on one team versus four to eight people on another team basically fight each other on a decently sized map with three control points that you must capture and maintain over time to eventually earn enough points in order to win the match. And obviously, you are on separate teams and you are given sort of differences between how each side looks so that you can differentiate between oh this guy's on my team but that guy's an enemy <clears throat> give me a second uh, uh, excuse me how to get that out before yeah. I start talking again. I recorded that <laughs> put that at the end <laughs> please don't this is like the very end um, so something about respect is that there are still people alive from World War II and they might be offended if they learn that the game's not accurate so they really need to consider that they should still be very respectful of the game. Do you have a question for us? Um, so, so what is the action you think they should take? So do you think they should consider people's opinions or on people who were alive back then? Do you think they should consider whether they should be respectful of their memories or not? Personally, I feel like they should. When it comes to events as tra hey, traumatic... So, they have a little bit of a hiccup. Um. Hey, it's Lydon again. Are you still here? So that was part one. We got cut off. We had to uh, stop our discussion. I got called away. Now it's on to part two. Stick with us. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Coral Cast. This is season two, episode three, and joining you is Austin, Ian, and Lydia. Hello. 
and we're going to be talking about sensitive materials in games and whether or not they're suitable for games. So, first, I would like to say that some games, I think that they should be controversial or inspire controversy and discussion because of their content. I mean, look at a game like Binding of Isaac and its subsequent sequel, that being Rebirth, and the DLCs that it has created. Its sole purpose... Perhaps you shouldn't say something so absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Just stop there. Actually, uh, remember back in the past when we had a bit of a question-answer format? I can ask you some questions. All right, go for it. Why do you believe that? Con why do you believe that game should be controversial? Well, I don't believe that the game in specific should be controversial. I just believe that some games. I just believe that creators, at times, should create controversy in their games because it it creates a different form of games. If everything was just everyone got along with it all the time, then some games might just get boring after a while. It's all the same thing over and over again? Yeah. Do you have any questions for you, by the way? Feel free to ask. About my topic, or...? Oh, about his. My topic. About his. Any more, Austin? Can you think of any, any examples of any controversial games? Well, like I had said, Binding of Isaac, but... But then, um, you also have certain other games, like, for example, the recent release of Call of Duty World War Two, and Call of Duty's, I guess... What's the word I'm looking for? Um, and... Called no. <laughs> Dang it. Um. Why don't you rephrase your question as games that have to be controversial? That might make it easier. Because you have funny minds and you have any other examples of games that kind of need to be controversial. Hmm. I mean. I mean, maybe the Phantom Pain to an extent, because of like, because of like the the whole thing about of war and revenge. Okay. Why don't we try the question again? Why do you feel that some games need to be controversial? Well, because the controversy can really just inspire the fan base and those that play it to be able to experience a, a different, deeper, or darker story. There is Binding of Isaac, which its atmosphere, it does, well, it does, in a sense, kind of mock the Christian faith. It's done so in the, in the looks department, it's a bit more cartoony. But then you have a game like Metal Gear Solid V, The Phantom Pain, and it's overall theme of war and revenge and just how and at the same time 
what some people see as as you play Big Boss, his spiral into madness due to that. The fan- Metal Gear Solid, The Phantom Menace? Phantom Pain. <laughs> the Phantom Pain. is that That's a game primarily about war. What kind of discussion do you think that the makers of that game are assuming will arise from creating it? Well, besides the obvious fact that the creator of the game left Konami and people were panicking about that, um, the the lore of the game and the and the 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 strong themes of it are what create such a wildly popular and and out there uh, fan base. It's it's controversy and darker undertones are what create are what created such a popular series. All right. Can you think of any other examples of games? I mean, not really. Alright, again, we can just cut that out. I mean, I don't really play too many, like, too controversial games. When it comes to controversial games, it seems that one of the important parts about their creation is the discussion that arises from it. You mentioned earlier that the Binding of Isaac somewhat mocks the Christian faith. Do you think the discussion that arises from it is one that's trying to ridicule the Christian faith, or do you think it's trying to promote a different viewpoint? I don't really think it's trying to promote really any viewpoints. I think I think it is well I think while it is taking a religion and in a way making fun of it with with the story, who you play as, what the enemies are, and the items and places that you go to. I would say that it's more... The whole game is more just poking fun at it, rather than trying to inspire some sort of negativity towards it. Alright. You can just cut this section that I say out. But you have a conclusion for the topic. I don't know how much more we can say about this person. It's fine. You can move on yours. Oh, just just leave that as a conclusion. Well, I mean, you could transition to do it by by something you, like you, you can say something about how. Uh, I mean, he's just talking about ridiculing religion. You can easily transition it to being respectful of certain materials. That I would think. Do you think you could start with your topic? I think that mine is uh, more easily led into after it. Okay, um, so there are still some people who might be offended, like people who have experienced war who might be uh, more sensitive to these kind of games. Actually, I just wanted to mention before we get into that, maybe we should, uh, this discussion is about Call of Duty and World War something, something. That was a bit more of like a... That was a bit more of like a main idea that we could talk about. What I was going to say is, before we get into your topic, maybe we should introduce Call of Duty and why it relates to this. Since it, it seems to me personally that uh, you were talking a lot about Call of Duty when you were ta- mentioning how we should uh, that there are still people who survived that instant. Well, so well, she, she can start talking about her topic, and one of you could bring up Call of Duty and how okay. it relates to what she's saying. Okay. Or she could bring it up herself. Sorry, like for, we could just uh, bring it up in that case. 
Um, so there are people who might be still alive from like World War II, since there's Call of Duty, that, since they're making a game about that. Some people might be more sensitive to that kind of topic. How do you feel that the general populace would react to that game when considering that? Well, we wouldn't know for sure how people would feel about that. I don't know if they'd want it more accurate as possible, whether they want it to resemble the war as much as possible or to just avoid it, avoid it completely. Do you have any questions? Well, I mean, do you have anything to say about like what I said, like with, like you know, with Binding of Isaac? Like how they might mock it in some way, or yeah, and how some, and how obviously like followers of that faith could see it as something that shouldn't really exist. And, and also how uh, there are survivors from war, and how that might be uh, related to the <clears throat> phantom pain. I want to say phantom menace. You guys can bring those things up. If she wants, like, let her say what she wants to say. Okay. You guys can have to, I don't think we need to, to give her things to say. Go ahead and, and uh, talk about what we wanted to say again. Well, like I had mentioned, well, what about people of the Christian faith? And like how I had said earlier, Binding of Isaac in a sense, mocks the religion in its entirety of the game. So, um, people, like, um, what exactly do you mean by that? Like, I mean, do you think, what I mean is, do you think that people that follow the Christian religion. I mean, what I mean is, do you think that, what I mean is, do you think that the people that follow the religion of Christianity, do you think that they may think of the game as too controversial, too sensitive to them, or maybe it's, or maybe if not that, maybe they might just think of it as a bit of a cheap shot? I don't, I definitely don't think it should be too sensitive, like, there might be definitely some people who have experienced it more and are just way more sensitive to it, but I, I think they would be a little okay with Just think a bit. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. As time goes on, you'll you'll grow better at formulating the words on the spot. When I started, I was yeah. I was really quiet, and I had to learn to talk at a very uncomfortable volume for a while, and have trouble formulating my thoughts as well. 
should we maybe move on to Austin's topic then come back to you? That might be a, yeah. a good idea. Give me some ideas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> When talking about whether or not a topic is sensitive or not, I personally feel that a game should be able should be allowed to talk about controversial subjects because of the discussion that it contributes. But you should also think about whether or not they're being presented in a respectful manner. There's a difference between an object, something being controversial, and it being respectful. When it, when we're looking at games like, for instance, Call of Duty, World War Two, World War World War Two you get to wonder whether or not it can really describe the efforts that happened in that war responsibly. For instance, in, in Call of Duties and shooters in general, uh, a pretty common strategy is to not use strategy and to instead run around the field flailing willy-nilly with your guns, shooting and quickscoping everything at sight. Because that's really the most efficient manner of going around things. But does that really respect the pain that people went through in that war? Obviously the, the efforts that generals put into keeping people alive and the efforts that soldiers had in keeping themselves and their comrades alive isn't very well represented by a typical first-person shooter playing. But whether or not it's represented well, there's still the idea of whether or not it's respectful and whether or not it's something that should or shouldn't be done. Now, what exactly do you mean by respectful? Do you mean like the accuracy, whether or not if it is in a mocking sense, it doesn't go too far? Respectful to the people who suffered and the families who had their people suffer, their family. For instance, perhaps there's someone who suffered tragically at the hands of a landmine, and in the game there's, I don't know whether there are landmines in the game, but if there's a, a section in the game in which uh, a particularly large group of people or, for instance, you see one person in specific suffering at the hands of a landmine, that might be a touchy subject to the people who had their family member experience it since it very, very closely relates to what happens to their family member. Now I see what you're saying in which, like, the events that had transpired in it could be a little touch and go depending on the person, but at the same time, the events can also be very specific. One such shooter which tried to which tried to make the game realistic as possible is Battlefield 1. The recent game that came out is on the First World War. And the the devs who made the game particularly tried to make the game realistic. They tried to make the tanks realistic, they tried to make the people and the and the uniforms and the battalions and all that stuff realistic. I've never played the campaign or the game itself, so I can't talk for the campaign. But in the multiplayer, even though they, they gave their best efforts at making it a 
a proper representation of what happened in reality. There is still those people who drift tanks around the map, who ride their horses together, even though they're on the enemy team, and those people who still run around and shoot things and whatever is in sight. Even when the devs are trying very hard to make a game realistic, it seems that playing the game in a realistic fashion is quite hard to be done. So should people continue to make games realistic? Should they continue to make games with the idea of, of properly paying homage to the people who died, or should they merely make games that they feel have an interesting topic? We done? Does anyone else have anything else to say? Because that could be a, a question that we could ask during the next. Is it wrapping soon? You gotta leave. Yeah, I gotta leave. Like basically now. Okay. In that case, this was the Coral Cast, season two, episode three. See you next time. See ya.